0: Yeah, getting all these things set up and going is always fun and games. Uh, Okay, guys. So uh, as you can see, I am joined by my beautiful wife, Melissa. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I've also got the uh, chat appearing in the window here for now, which is kind of fun. Um, Not tried it before, which is why it's kind of interesting. But anyway, um, okay, good. Yep, no feedback. All should be well. Good, coming across loud and clear. Excellent. Little sound lacks a little clarity. Well, all right, that's exciting. I think we're yeah, the live stream's still going, but okay, technical difficulties all around. But I think we are. Yep, see, people are saying hi to you now. Hello. Yep, and we got seven in there for just a second, yeah. a microsecond there. And uh, let's see if I can raise this microphone so it's not cutting off your face. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, about time that's you noticed that. Okay, that good. That one's
1: way, really way
0: behind. <laughs> right. Well, this is this is what they're actually seeing. Oh. And this is us in real time over okay. here. So that's how... The, there's a little bit of a delay yeah. in how it works. Yeah, if it starts buffering, by the way, uh, refresh the page. Um, and that should get you uh, back on track so uh, all right yeah if it starts doing that just uh, just refresh the page at least that's worked for me okay so here we are hey everybody (laughs) exciting times first couple days of spring it's beautiful outside we took a little walk today yeah and um, all seemed well with the world People were walking their dogs and driving around and, you know, there was mm-hmm. some interesting social distancing going yeah. on over at Micro Center. Uh, people were standing in line with feet. They were feet. only
1: letting a few in at a time. That's
0: right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, there we go. All good with a refresh. Excellent. Okay, good. Um, all right. Well, we're just going to proceed here. Now, I don't have a script or anything. I am more than happy to answer questions, but I thought we might just sort of chat today. Um, this is me getting my computer back in operation because I had a total meltdown and for those who don't know, um, I made a, I, 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 was bad. It was my bad. I, was, I, I did a bad thing and, and installed some software or tried to install some software that I got on a download that I thought I could trust and it, that didn't work mm-hmm. and uh, ended up trashing my entire computer. So that was not fun. Uh, It was not, I I can definitely tell you guys, this was not something from the church. This was not a fair gaming thing. This was my bad. And um, I'm just saying that so I can be, you know, open and honest. It would be easy for me to blame this on the church or something, but that's not really what happened this time. So anyway, that's what happened there. But the... um, Thank God I found uh, after um, taking my whole computer down and having to reinstall from scratch because it was just trashed, um, that I had backed up a bunch of stuff. A lot of stuff that it was really irreplaceable, and I was really bummed. But I did get a bunch of stuff back, my library, my Scientology library of materials, my um, the notes and research I'd done on the tone scale and the metering videos and all that. So I did end up getting all that back, but I did lose the last seven months or so of stuff. That's, that was where I got my, my backups from. So um, anyway, oh yeah, somebody's saying I should get malware bytes I'm seeing. I got it. <laughs> I got it, It's on here now. And I'll be getting a little package of some other antivirus software tomorrow, actually, so as to prevent that from ever happening again. So yeah, that was no. That was definitely not fun. Anyway, um, both of us are here. I thought I've been dying to get Melissa back on to the channel here and in front of you guys because I know sometimes you have questions for her also uh, that we like to talk about. I'm not even going to pretend to keep up with the whole chat box here. I think Melissa's keeping a little bit of an eye on it, but she's not doing usual usual, mod duties this time. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna do our best to to answer your questions and stuff and and uh, and proceed from there. I did want to throw a couple points out about um, COVID nineteen and dealing with that. We are home. We are both home. Yeah, she is she's my now. My job's
1: letting me work from home.
0: Yep, and uh, that's got set up what Wednesday. Yeah, I came. They
1: gave me the equipment Wednesday, and then I started Thursday. I right, yeah. right, right. That's right. Two days. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So she's here now, which is really good because uh, we were a little concerned, and um, uh, as to what's going to happen. Because I, I gotta say, you know, um, if you guys are you know familiar with my views about things, uh, I am really not happy with how some. Corporations and companies are dealing with this in not giving um, paid leave to people. I think or what just firing people. Well, that's the biggest thing. I think the scummiest thing that's going on out there, and you guys can, you know, contribute to. Of course, let me know what you're seeing. But I think this business of letting of putting people at zero hours, not firing them, mm-hmm. just you're at zero hours, so mm-hmm. don't come in, is just awful. You know. Um, now, I do understand that that 99% of the businesses in the United States are small businesses of 50 to 100 people, something like that at the most. Um, not everybody... Oh, here's somebody saying they got fired. Well, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I know not all companies can deal with this with paid leave. Of course. Right. Many, many, many companies can't. But... You know, it's a little scummy to avoid the un- the, the unemployment insurance right you know by doing, uh, the zero hour thing. by doing the zero hour thing I think that's pretty messed up um of course that's from that's from this position that's from the position of the employees I'm not a small business well I guess I'm a small business owner but you I mean I have an
1: employee it's me <laughs> you
0: know so I'm I'm it you know so I don't have like you know all that stuff I don't offer health insurance. <laughs> to me so um anyway so i you know so i understand that that there's also probably a lot of businesses that are that are not in a good place and it might be slightly unfair to paint with too broad of a brush on this i you know i always try to whatever but oh what is that grant cardone fired 40 percent of his workforce without prior notice wow damn man well guess he's gonna be getting that unemployment insurance yeah. claims or whatever yeah. i don't I'm, like i said i don't even know exactly how that stuff works um but i just know that there's a lot of americans right now and a lot of people probably all over the world but i'm mostly focused my comments are mostly focused on the united states situation that um there's a lot of people who uh are living paycheck to paycheck i uh, i think for i think i heard today um on Rogan's podcast i think somebody said uh, 40% of americans are paycheck to paycheck wow. could not i uh, that could that, don't quote me on that percentage but there is a a high percentage of americans who could not even who would not be able to afford more than 400 bucks allocation for something beyond what they are regularly budgeted mm-hmm. to do right mm-hmm. they can't they don't have the credit they don't have the money in the in the bank account i mean it's just ugh so um anyway so i know that there's a lot of worry and a lot of anxiety out there about this um i've been concerned about it for other people i was concerned what was going to happen with melissa Mm -hmm. so i was ecstatic when i heard that she was going to be able to work from home and they set her up with that yeah so so we're okay on that um more than 40 percent, chris somebody's saying four out of five damn i knew it was high but i didn't know if it was that high I, don't, I always, you know, I always try to be conservative. I don't want to go, you know, alarming people with too much stuff. But, yeah, ooh. Uh, scary in Germany. Many people in the US will suffer a lot. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we got some uh, time. Actually, oh, somebody just put a question down here. And if you could... During this particular live stream, I've never asked anybody to do this before, but she um, put question at the beginning of the comment. I think that'll help in us uh, finding these things and and, uh, answering your questions here. Let me go ahead and see what we've got. What is this now? Uh, There it is. What does that say? My eyes are just awful these days. Does
1: Scientology have any other drug programs besides the purification program, like where they fair game and mess with them mentally and make them believe they were crazy or are crazy? That's an
0: interesting question. Um, Any other drug programs? Well, here's what I can tell you about drug handlings um, in Scientology that might answer this question. Um, There are three places in Scientology where you're going to get drugs handled. Um, the Purification Rundown. Oh, actually, sorry, four. Purification Rundown. The Scientology Drug Rundown, which is a lower level service. Um, the NED, New Era Dianetics Drug Rundown, which is something you do on the way to getting to Clear, one of the last steps. And the OT Drug Rundown, which is OT4, and so, which is confidential body thetan stuff it's what you do right after ot3 is you do ot4 and that addresses past incidents on the back 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 past uh what they call the whole track in scientology um and you address drugs from your from your body thetans point of view so there's i I could go on for hours explaining how all that stuff is done but it's a it's a um what's thought of as a deeper and deeper and deeper level of handling within Scientology of your drug past. So the purification program is supposed to detox you. It doesn't, but that's what it's supposed to do so that your body is in shape to get auditing. The Scientology drug rundown just addresses drugs you've taken in the past by asking you to recall incidents where you took drugs And what problems did the drug solve for you, and that sort of thing? And then the NED drug rundown is a lot more extensive. The the Dianetics drug rundown, because that's where you get into um, running engrams of taking drugs. Like you get deep into reliving the experiences and and going earlier, you know, and finding things when you took drugs, you know, ten thousand years ago. Blah blah blah. So so there's different levels of it. Um, All of it pretty nonsensical you know um and other than recalling perhaps finding oh hey super chat thank you thank you Pixie perfect that was nice of you um let me see what the note here says on that super chats a way to have a uh, no question just take my money <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah super chats are also a great way to send questions though <laughs> um Anyway, all of these drug handlings are nonsense. The only real good that you get out of it for people who have been drug addicts in the past or who have had drug problems is you take a fairly good look at what problems you were solving with drugs if the the drugs acted as a solution to a problem for you. That gets a pretty good look over. And that can be therapeutic. I can absolutely see a therapeutic value in that. But the rest of it, you know, it's just... Fun in games nonsense. Uh and really not so fun, mostly just nonsense. All right, let's see what we got here. What's that reviewed message? So oh yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Different grades of bullshit. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, take LSD, avoid the Sea Org, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. For those of you who don't know, LSD is a disqualification for joining the Sea Org. It is the most serious disqualification if you've taken lsd or what's the the issue from hubbard says lsd or its derivatives like ever yeah wow like ever so no you're not (laughs) (laughs) no baby you are definitely not joining the sea (laughs) org um yeah so like angel dust pcp i think those are somewhat related maybe i don't know i don't know about the pcp part Think those mm, maybe are a those different. are different I don't know it, that those
1: with, are hallucinogens as much as uppers.
0: I'm pulling that from my Scientology experience.
1: Really, I've never I don't really know anything about PCP. Yeah, either, I so. I I can't
0: say for sure that those that angel or PCP are derivatives of LSD, but in the Sea org that's how they're thought of. Anything I think that gives hallucinations. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the key questions they'll ask you is, Well, did you hallucinate? And um and if there were hallucinations then, you know, away you go. Uh oh, hey, thanks Joyce. Super chat. All right. Love hanging. All right. Let's see here. Having your voice. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, got my big thick reading glasses on here cuz I can't even see the screen anymore. Uh oh, what does it say on my hoodie? It says fish naked show off your pole. <laughs> that's that's what it says. Got this in uh at Santa Monica Pier last time I was out in California. And let's see here. Oh, my previous question was comment for like, do they go after people that never been in Scientology? Of course, of course. Um, no, the only drug handlings that are done through Scientology for non Scientologists is the purification program or the Narcanon program, and which is which is a whole survey of stuff. I'm actually going to have, um, well, hopefully we will. Uh, one of the three podcasts that I lost when I um, lost everything on my drive, was a podcast interview I had done with Lucas Catan, who, um, or sorry, Katen, Lu- Lucas, <laughs> who, uh, I'm always butchering people's names, it's so <laughs> awful, it's awful how I do that to people. Uh, anyway, Lucas was formerly the head of um, Narconon uh, Arrowhead Lake, uh, and in, in uh, Oregon, and he had a lot to say about the whole subject um so hopefully i've i've the two out of two of the people of the three that i've i've reached out to to say oh i lost it i suck can we do it again two of them have said yes and i'm waiting to hear back from lucas so hopefully we will be able to put that um back together again all right uh, let's see here leaves going out to vote for bunker and hubbard uh what is this question What will the church do to stop Bunker Hubbard's anti-Scientology downtown plans? Oh, basically, what's going to happen with Mark Bunker? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I know for—I'm absolutely positive that with Mark Bunker um, running for city council in Clearwater and now having won a seat on the city council, um, there is definitely a program at the Office of Special Affairs with Mark Bunker's name on it, which means there's a a piece of paper— with a series of actions to take to ruin him utterly. And uh, that's, of course, what they do. So, of course, that exists. And what it says on it, I don't know, right? We can only conjecture. But they're definitely going to be throwing a bunch of landmines his direction in trying to deal with him now being on the city council because he's going to be a major voice for reason, Um, you know, uh, in Clearwater, finally, in Clearwater's... uh, Government, I guess you could say. So let's see here. What does that one, this one here say?
1: What about religious groups closing places whilst claiming their gods will save them from corona? Do you have thoughts on what's going on with your experience in the Sea Org brainwashing, etc.?
0: Hmm. With groups closing places while claiming their gods will save save them. Yeah. Well, you know, faith is a two-edged sword. Faith can provide hope when there is no reason to hope, and sometimes that can be a good thing. Um, But it can also provide false hope, which, of course, is a bad thing, right? So we have this, like, Uh, context is king, and um, with that, you know, as is each individual and how seriously they take their faith and how far they're willing to go or what they're willing to do because of it. So, I mean, it's kind of a broad question. My own experience, Sea Org-wise, is that you can the, the the problem with this comes in where people are being reckless or where they're taking chances they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, what comes to mind right away is Hobby Lobby. Yeah, right. Apparently Hobby Lobby. I saw some letter or, and <sighs> that that they're staying open.
1: Yeah, they're staying open because his wife had a vision from God.
0: Right. There, and she's the prayer leader," he said, I think, in his letter for Hobby Lobby. And this is a CEO of a comp- of a of a major corporation, mm-hmm. sending this out to all of his employees as though this is a sensible thing to do—to tell all of his employees that his wife is the is the the prayer leader, and they had a vision. So, rock on, right? So I I tend to take a rather dim view of that kind of thing, and what I can say from my Scientology experience with that and Sea Org experience is that. Um, you know, that's the that's the dark side of faith, because mm-hmm. then you then you don't use masks, you don't use gloves, you don't right. even take God will save me. That's right. Exactly. Because God will save mm-hmm. me. And, you know, I my of course, I think my attitude towards that would be, you know, God helps those who help themselves. Uh, I don't think God takes that <laughs> direct, uh, you know, uh, intervention in yeah. people's lives, you know. Uh, what's this one here? Any upcoming, oh, three apostates, um, from Islam. Yes. Okay. So somebody's asking here, any upcoming episodes of the three apostates? Would you ever invite another apostate from Islam to join your panel? Oh. Um, yes and yes. <laughs> I would love to find a former, um, member of Islam to, uh, talk about this. Preferably somebody who's out there actually doing that work. Um, right, who's who's got a channel and is putting stuff out there? I think that would fit quite well with our three apostates, and we can turn it into four. That would be awesome. Um, and uh, yes, there will be more episodes of that. I just have to arrange them. All right, what else do we got here? Other, what's this one? Oh, wait, this one here.
1: I was young, about 15 years old, and a Scientology body router was trying to make a stress test. What would have happened if I went in and they
0: found out how young I was? Oh, that you were – how old is that again? 15. 15 years old. Okay. They'll do the stress test mm-hmm. on you. Um, they will have teenagers or you know young people walk in. I mean, if they have kids run into the org, they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But um, but they would definitely uh, do stress testing on you, try to sell you a book. They wouldn't have any qualms about trying to sell you a book, trying to get you on course. And then when it came time to, oh, you're 15, oh, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to talk to your parents because there's some legal documents that you're going to have to sign in order to get onto service, mm-hmm. and we're going to need their signature. So that's when that conversation <laughs> would begin. <laughs> uh, all right. What else we got here? Oh,
1: Alex is on. Oh, hey. Great. Alex.
0: <laughs> hey, man. Q. Yeah, there he is. What did he say? Hi from quarantine. Thinking that you and me lucky to be here in Spain before this disaster happened. Yeah, indoors till mid-April. Whew. Yeah, probably might be longer. We're going to have to really hunker down, man. This is going to be this is going to be a bit of a haul, guys. It really is. I I wish it wasn't. You know, I I hate even saying stuff like that or asserting that kind of thing because It's just bad news. Nobody wants to believe you. You know, nobody wants to have anything to do with it. Um, You know, denial is not just a river in Egypt. (laughs) But this is, you know, this is what it is. I've got a couple pieces of advice and some things I wanted to talk about with that, which we'll get to. But I would definitely do want to keep up with your questions also. What's this one? Why wasn't Scientology more organized with Clearwater voting? Saw no busing of Sea Org publics to polling sites. Epic fail on their part. (laughs) Yeah, do they do? I don't know. I doubt they they don't do mail in out there in Clearwater. I don't think in Florida, but um, apparently that yeah they found it comes. We come to learn. Aaron Smith Levin was actually tweeting about this right after Mark won a seat on the city council. That it was like two or three thousand Scientologists. Like that's the representation. Which is quite interesting because I was actually under the impression that there were more Sea Org and Scientologists there in Clearwater, but maybe not. Mm. Maybe it's actually a lot smaller than we've even imagined. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, dying for a Scientology musical. Oh, oh my God, God yes. I still have to see Book of Mormon.
1: Dianetics. You can call it Dianetics. Oh,
0: my God.
1: You should make that.
0: I should. <laughs> if I knew how to write music.
1: Well, you just find someone to write the music and then you I write, write the, the lyrics. part.
0: Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. I should do something. I should, I, I should see Book <laughs> of Mormon and get inspired. Yeah, yeah. I should do that. I should totally do that. That would be there. Oh, there have. would
1: be on a hate list for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: there was, by the way, I don't know if you guys know about this, out in LA for a number of years. I don't think they still do it, but there was a very special Scientology Christmas or something, which was a show that was put on by non Scientologists about Scientology. Oh, oh, hey, Super Chat. Fancy oh, Smancy. Yeah. Thank you. Um,. Hey, Chris and Melissa, love your videos. Really like it when you have guests. Do you have any more planned? Also, any way to put a signed copy of your book? Okay, great. Um, yes, I have interviews coming like almost every week on my podcast. Uh, you'll definitely be seeing more of that uh, starting this week. Um, and uh, do I have – how do you get a signed copy of my book? Send me an email. Give me your address. And we can arrange a, um, you know, you send me twenty bucks or twenty five bucks or whatever on PayPal, and I can send it to you directly uh, with a signature uh, and a little little note or something. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, Scientology musicals. All right, what else would what would Melissa like to ask?
1: To ask Chris.
0: (laughs) <laughs> i think melissa's asked me most everything she's <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's right. wanted to I've... um hmm. auditing the musical yes
1: i want. i'd like to ask how we get this dianetics the musical up <laughs>
0: yes right how do we do
1: that <laughs> carol knows a bunch of people that do music oh boy morgan does too <laughs> oh that's true morgan might have some
0: have some uh advice for me about writing yeah. for the stage yeah Somebody's asking here, uh, Robert's asking, are you following the drama between uh, Reckless Ben and Mangotology? I am not. No. I, I have, uh, I try oh. so hard to live a drama-free life, which is impossible as a YouTube content creator and former Scientologist, but try to keep it to a minimum, and especially any mango drama. It's just, it's completely boring to me. So I don't know what the cause of the conflict is. I I support Steve Mango in what he's doing and speaking out against Scientology. Let's be super clear here, right? I don't have anything against the guy personally. Um, And I also, of course, as you've heard, I totally, totally support Reckless Ben and Mike and what they did. I thought their videos were amazing. Uh, You know, a little silly towards the end. They got a little bit weird. But that was one of the best (laughs) pranks I have seen. That Scientology sucks thing that they laid on all the buildings was awesome um you know completely non-harmful you know non-abusive and a great way to make a point against Scientology without breaking the law too which was awesome so I thought they did great with that I don't know what the drama is about and frankly I probably don't care um what do the the gay says what do Scientologists believe about miscarriage oh god all kinds of things um Basically, David Miscavige is viewed. I mean, I'll give you a serious answer to the question. David Miscavige is basically viewed as the revered leader.
1: No, I think they
0: mean actual miscarriages. Oh, miscarriages? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I th- I, I'm so used to David Miscavige being called miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do Scientologists believe about miscarriages? Uh, you know, uh, it, it sucks. Um, you know, there's there's sympathy for the for the mother. Um, you know, if that's, if that's what's wanted and that's appropriate for the situation, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there are, I mean, you know, there are some expectant mothers who want a miscarriage and that's not bad news for them, but, um, you know, they're, they're, it's not like it's an ethics thing or something. I think it's pretty much viewed as a, as an unfortunate circumstance. I definitely knew women in the Scientology who had miscarriages, some even very close to me, Mm -hmm. not my, uh, ex-wife, but you know, people that I knew in Scientology, and it was, it was sad, you know, it was like, aw, kind of a, kind of a thing. Oh, right. Uh, I remember you, and I was the theory soup in LA day. Oh, cool. If I saw your picture, I'd probably remember you too. <laughs> I'm really bad with names, uh, but I'm pretty good with the pictures, with, uh, with getting the, you know, remembering somebody that way. All right. Okay,
1: Tree Parker and Matt Stone are going to write it for us.
0: Oh, there we go. That's the spirit. That's what we'll do. Hey, Preacher. Thanks for the super chat, man. Ah, oh, it was great. This is great. Okay, what do we got here? Have you discovered how close the information in the handbook for preclears is similar to CIA? Oh, yes. Ultra. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, people have asked me a couple times over the years about CIA mind control MK ultra some other manual I can't remember the name of right now and Scientology tech the the TRs the training routines the Scientology uh mind control stuff I my answer on that in terms of you know the CIA has this and Scientology has this and boy these things sure look similar there's a lot of groups out there, way more than I think a lot of people appreciate, that practice varying degrees of hypnosis and mind control. And there are only so many ways that you're going to get inside somebody's head. There are various mechanisms we know about that you can take advantage of. There's trance induction. There's, you know, um, through all kinds of different ways. There's many, many, many ways of inducing trance. And then when you get somebody into a trance, well, what do you do with them, right? Uh, that's not the only way you control people's minds either. There's language trickery. There's, um, you know, all kinds of psychological tricks you can pull with people to get them thinking you're doing one thing when, in fact, you're doing something else. Misdirectors, you know, stage magicians are, are masters at this stuff, and they they often dish on it, which is where you can get a lot of information. People like, um, Darren Brown gives some interesting information. Even he's not really fully upfront about what he's doing, but at least he gives some insight into what what manipulation is all about. And um, and so I think that there is not any kind of uh, you know inside connection between Scientology and the CIA. I, I, it purely coincidental, as far as I'm concerned. I don't think C, the CIA is overseeing Scientology. Uh, They didn't replace L. Ron Hubbard with a body double in 1972. They didn't put David Miscavige in to run Scientology so they could have the OT levels, so they would know how to do remote viewing. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories. None of that stuff is true as far as I'm concerned. All right. Malware and Clearwater. Do you consider that safe? Yes. malware bites is totally fine. They might happen to be in Clearwater, but they're not a Scientology company as far as I know. Um, I would not have any problem endorsing Malwarebytes to anybody. Um, what is this question?
1: Do you have the issue of kids gathering in large groups regardless of the danger? This is an issue here in Germany, and their idiocy may get us a lockdown.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Spring break in Florida, they had to finally shut down because no one was going home. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> And yes, we do still see that level of stupidity around all through the United States. Mm -hmm. Locally, sure. Yeah. Um, It seems to have been pretty, I mean, Colorado, I don't know. From what I'm hearing, we watch local news every day. I I, I try to pay attention to what's going on locally even more so than when I'm paying attention to Trump or the federal stuff. Um, I've pretty much quit watching Trump at all. Um, because the last two press conferences I've seen him do, and apparently he's doing one right now, mm-hmm. but he just issued blatantly false information. So I've just said, look, just, just stay away from the guy. Dr. Fauci, uh, I trust. Uh, he's, he, he's the only voice of reason coming out of the White House right now that mm-hmm. I can see. Um, okay, so as far as kids hanging around and stuff, we've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. Um and knowing america my prediction would be that yeah we're probably going to have more lockdowns you know i think that is what's going to happen there's this really weird thing with with human beings it's it's a, a, an easily observable phenomena that we don't pay attention to things unless they're right in our face
1: yeah, if it's not affecting me then
0: what do i care about? yeah exactly <laughs> I honestly believe that that is a reflection of the stresses of society Mm -hmm. to a degree that we don't give ourselves the time or latitude to think things through a little bit before we, you know, engage. But there's also fight or flight, and it kicks in so fast. Um, And there is, but there's the opposite of fight or flight, which is the denial. Mm -hmm. And that also kicks in just as fast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because people don't want to be bothered. They don't, you know, they, they're stressed. They've got, they've got a lot of things that they're doing, and they don't want to get derailed from those things. And so it's easier to just put up a false denial and think, ah, it doesn't have anything to do with me. I'll be fine. Everything will be cool. You know, a, there's an endless array of thought-stopping cliches people use. And young people have been using the kind of uh, – well, they've been using the information that it only affects older people or people who have pre-existing conditions because that's what we were hearing at the beginning. But we weren't hearing that at the beginning with the idea that, okay, so everybody under 20 gets a pass mm-hmm. or everybody under 25 gets a pass and you right. guys can just go do whatever you want. That was never the message. But yeah. people of that age would take that message mm-hmm. and run with it, right? Like they
1: are go spread that all around to your grandma.
0: Basically, and then and of course, young people don't really think so well about other people. They mostly mm-hmm. are thinking of themselves. Another point, which I wanted to, which I thought was a real good one um, uh, that I heard recently is of course, the fact that people under 25 also have brains that are still growing. Mm-hmm. They're not done figuring out with this. So they act like they're not done. They act immature, right? Stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's also a little bit of a factor as to why young people in general can, can kind of, and I'm talking in broad strokes here, okay? There's always exceptions. I'm sure there are young people watching this right now who are like, well, I didn't do that. Of course you didn't. Not, I'm not saying every single young person is going to go fly off the handle, but that gives them that, you know, it's easy to twist facts around when you have a vested interest in not paying attention to rules guidelines or authority which is what pretty much defines young people Mm -hmm. um old older people too if they grow into bad habits I guess but you kind of I don't know for me as I've been getting older I have um been growing to appreciate rules more (laughs) A, a little bit. Again, context is everything. Hey, thank you, fluffy bunny slipper of doom. <laughs> awesome super chat. Thank you very much for that. All right. So, um, oh, this was the thing. This was actually one of the points I'll bring up right now since we were just talking about young people and COVID-19 and all that. Is I think we'll get a lot more traction if we start maybe thinking with we, not me. Um, this is something we need to promote, I think, and push down, um, is, you know, it, is, it's, an, it, is, it's a real adjustment for a lot of people to think outside of their own heads. But if we start solving problems from the point of view of we rather than me, in a general sense, and specifically with COVID-19 and, and, and this outbreak and how we're dealing with it, and if we start thinking with, okay, I'm not feeling good right now. I'm not sure what to do. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I am sitting here in my apartment home, you know, with or without my family, but I'm feeling this way. What should I do? Well, one thing you can do, and it's not this it's not like the universal solution for everybody, for every situation, but one thing we can do is we can think, well, what can I do for somebody else right now? Yeah. Even if it's a phone call or a Zoom chat or going out in the balcony and saying, hey, Everybody, yeah, yeah. you know, or whatever. I mean, obviously don't be crazy, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, like, if you look at like what the Italians are doing yeah. and what the Spanish are mm-hmm. doing, going out on their balconies, at what, seven or eight o'clock at night and yeah. singing and um, playing violins and doing aerobics. I mean, they are doing cra- amazing stuff as a community, as a little, these little ad hoc communities of people who've probably never even given each other the time of day before. Mm-hmm. And that is a very, very healthy way of dealing with this, you know? We are doing Zoom chats now. We're yeah, doing virtual meetups and stuff. We watched a movie the other night. Well, last night. Yeah, we, watched, yeah. we watched Killer Sofa. <laughs> if you guys want to... Fr- oh, my God. It was awesomely bad. It was yeah. craptastic. It was so good. Um, so bad. But if you, um, if you want the collection... Of like some of the worst movies ever made, Amazon Prime will hook you up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I've been uh, I've been tweeting out looking for more suggestions of uh, of what else can we watch. But there's some really good stuff. What you do, by the way, here how you how you do this is you go find you s- start with Killer Sofa. I'll just <laughs> say that go go look up Killer Sofa on Amazon Prime, and then go to the recommended movies underneath it when you go to mm-hmm. when you go to that one, and there will be. What was that Frank Stallone one? I can't remember oh, the I name remember. of it. Frank Stallone was in a movie in 1989 where he was basically trying to be Rambo. He plays a character named Hack Stone. <laughs> and I think that was the name and he's defending America or something. I mean, there is some really craptastic stuff out there, so go for that. But um, anyway, yeah, as far as getting back onto the help thing, I wanted to I really wanted to put that out there that it is we, not me that's what we need right now and if i was gonna say there was one thing we could do it would be that you know okay so um oh yeah see people yeah people commenting about what's going on in india and stuff too i haven't even seen that yeah these are great oh man montreal singing leonard cohen tonight from balconies that is just awesome See, this is the kind of stuff I really want to concentrate on. In fact, let me give another while well, I'm thinking about this right now. Let me give it let me give another piece of advice, which is get the hell off social media for at least a good chunk of the day. Now I'm not saying totally. I'm not saying you go out of touch with your friends, obviously. You know, use social media to be in touch with your family and friends. But Maybe maybe, maybe off the news. Maybe that yeah. might be a better way of saying yeah. it. You know, I mean, just get the hell away from the news. I mean, there's, on a daily basis, if you watch the half-hour daily local news, you're pretty much going to get the most important information mm-hmm. you're going to need. Because it's going to be local to you, and you're going to get the good and the bad. And you will get enough from the federal level that you'll understand what's going on at the U.S. government without having to sit through a bunch of Trump's lies and nonsense, right? Because we don't need or want any of that. Unfortunately, in these kind of circumstances, the politicians are still the ones in charge. And, you know, maybe maybe this will open people's eyes up to the fact that we need a bit of a, of a paradigm shift that when there are catastrophes and national emergencies that we put the scientists mm-hmm. at the forefront yes. and they're the ones who are actually in charge and they're the ones who are kind of calling the shots up. You know, that's problematic. You don't want to have unelected officials, you know, making decisions for all of us. But at the same time, we need expert advice at times like this. And I, it is a ref- it's been, I was going to say refreshing, encouraging how much people have gone to and turned to science for answers right now. Mhm. You know? I mean we highlight all the stupid people. Yeah, yeah. But really it's a fringe. Oh yeah. You know? Most people are, are really even the ones who get into the pseudoscience kooky stuff, even there are like going more towards science. Not everybody. I got yeah. some really stupid messages this morning from somebody whose name I won't say, but it was an ex Scientologist who you guys probably don't know. Mm-hmm. Still pushing crazy stupid stuff, you know, like, you know, if you drink hot tea and you can get all the viruses in your mouth to go into your stomach, and then the they stom- add, they they add stomach stomach acid will kill them, and then you'll mm-hmm. be fine. It's like, God, that's not how this works. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, let's see if we got some more questions here. What is this one?
1: <clears throat> if CRM members got COVID-19 and ended up needing hospitalization, am I correct that they just dumped them at the hospital door and refused to take re- financial responsibility?
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, they won't take financial responsibility for them. Um, Odds are that somebody's going to have to be seriously on the borderline of death. Like, they're going to have to be white and sweating and feverish and, like, coughing up a lung or something before Scientology will take that person to the hospital. Wow. Yeah, they're going to do a full array of... Assists and dumping a bunch of mega vitamins down their throats, and they're gonna be doing. Um, that. I mean, they've got like hundreds of these assists. It's not just feel my finger, feel my finger. That's that's one, but they got tons and tons of these mm-hmm. things, and they will use those and use those and use those until um, you know it's very, very apparent that um, it ain't working. <laughs> you know, and then. Then if the person's on the edge of death, they'll probably take him to the hospital. But before that, they'll try to deal with it um, with Scientology. And since Scientology is a farcical bunch of nonsense, it's not going to really do much of anything for the person. COVID-19 is not a psychosomatic illness. You know, it's not something that's going to um, be addressed by getting some auditing or by recalling you know, your evil intentions from 10,000 years ago. That's that has that's not gonna do a damn thing for somebody who's got COVID nineteen. So um but Scientologists are basically too brainwashed indoctrinated to realize mm-hmm. that. Uh what's this one say? How are the Sea Org?
1: How are the Sea Org <laughs> getting toilet paper? It was always in short supply before. Yeah,
0: I know. Uh <laughs> you know, they got money for stuff when they need it, kind of. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. If they, I don't know if they're if they're fine with that, you know the whole base would purchase stuff in bulk, and if somebody on the base saw what was happening and thought ahead, then maybe they went in bulk supplied, but who knows, you know who knows. Excuse me, what else we got going on here? Do we have any other missed questions from above here? Oh, what's this one? Have any companies run by Scientologists using the tech been sued by all non-Scientology employees? Are there options when they push it? Oh, yes, there definitely are. And, yes, lawsuits have happened. in With public Scientologists, there have been chiropractors and, I think, a vet. Definitely chiropractors, more than one. And, oh, and dentists. There have been a couple dentists who have pushed Scientology on their non-Scientology employees and gotten into trouble for it. you know. They tried to send them to Clearwater. They tried to do courses locally uh, through the through Sterling management or through the local orgs or however they were doing it. And um, it's completely inappropriate, right? It's, it's, it's religious materials. Um, it's forcing religion down somebody's throat, right? In a workplace professional environment. And so they had a case and they've won. I've seen civil suits uh, won on that basis. So that was that one and then what was this one? Oh, panic buying. Oh yeah. Somebody's asking me if we've experienced a lot of panic buying where we are. It's crazy in the UK now and I can see us going into a serious lockdown. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got panic buying. I mean, yeah. um who was it? Uh Well, we have King Super's and Safeway. Yeah. Here in, we and Walmart. Yeah. Oh God, Walmart was out of toilet paper. I don't think they've still. I still don't think they've still restocked. Yeah. Uh, I it was a little weird going into Walmart and seeing those big ass shelves that they got, and it was just a whole row of Mm -hmm. nothing. That was weird. Oh, by the way, since we're on here talking about this, bidets. Get a bidet. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't shut up about bidets. I got. I, I I bought one like three months ago. And self-installed it here. It was easy. It was like twenty-five bucks. And man, we're saving all kinds of toilet paper here. We've we we got a big thing, mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm. still fine. So trying to trying to get you to. I've been using it. <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> totally, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, good times. All right, what is this now? You still practice touch assists on your wife? <laughs> Uh, not as such, but, you know. (laughs) Uh, What's this question? Will the top of Scientology think knowledge of OT3 gave the world pneumonia? Oh, my God. No. No, I think David Miscavige knows it's a bit of a joke. Um, You know, they they do think in terms of... um, kind of karma. They don't use the word karma in Scientology, but it is a karmic belief. They believe in law of attraction. They believe in like the secret kind of stuff. Um, and on the negative side, they also believe that you got to get your comeuppance. But instead of it being a universal force or an invisible hand of God, it is instead you who actually makes justice happen for you. Because in Scientology, the idea is that you know when you're going off the rails. And so when you do, then you sort of spiritually course-correct. And you do that by pulling in bad things happening to you. And so it's still on you. And that's how they kind of get, the, get, to, get to blame you for everything bad that happens to you. But at the same time insists that if you do anything against scientology then of course bad things will certainly happen to you uh oh somebody's asking me if my book is available as an amazon kindle download yes it is uh you can get it on amazon that's in fact that's pretty much the only place i sell my book is on amazon um yeah plenty of toilet paper in new york city all right. Stay home as often as possible. Yes, definitely. We are we are homebound. We are homebodies right now. We're not going out hardly at all. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh we we'll take oh, except another piece of advice for everybody, get outside at least once a day, even if it's only on your balcony, but preferably get out and take a walk. Not in groups, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Practice social distancing, please. But get out there and get some space. We are not meant to be in solitary confinement, especially. Um, But even when we team up, it can feel like solitary confinement after a while, no matter how much you love the person. Um, (laughs) Not yet speaking from personal experience. We're getting along great. But, you know, things happen. And uh, getting outside, getting your attention way out away from you, it works. It's a good thing to do. And I think it serves... um, I don't know. I'm just gonna say I think it's it serves instinctual needs. Yeah. You know, we weren't born in a within four or six walls. We were no out nature. outside yeah. a hell of a lot longer than we've been inside. Yep. So I uh, I think it's just kinda natural state sort of thing for us. All right, what do we got here? How do O T three and up make what's that
1: say? Make sense of their need. To prep for coronavirus at Big Blue FH and at home, aren't they supposed to be free from all of that? <laughs>
0: uh, mm, it, I, I've talked many times about pts and any Scientologist at any level can get PTS, and they all know that. So, they, see, the thing. this is the thing about Scientology is, yeah, they have all these you know aspirations and goals and sky high you're going to get this and you're going to get that and you're going to be cause over life and everything's going to be wonderful but they've always got some sort of escape hatch or um thing they can say or do to bring the real world like this in and and have some explanation for it oh he got he got the COVID 19 he went Mm. pts Mm. ah he's pts i wonder who's pts too ah you know So they've always got that to fall back on um, as a explanation for why they don't have all the superpowers they're supposed to have. Uh, Do you think David Miscavige, what's this one?
1: Do you think David Miscavige is in fear of COVID-19? I know he will not prepare the orgs properly. They still claim, come and bring all your friends to us. But will
0: he try to hide? Absolutely. In fact, David Miscavige does not have to particularly alter his own lifestyle very much at all right now. Because David Miscavige's sphere of people around him is a tightly controlled thing. Nobody gets anywhere near him physically without him wanting that to happen. And he is by himself most of the time. He's got... Uh, well, I should say he can be by himself most of the time. He's got a whole entourage that serve him, and he will obviously keep them around and make them continue to serve him. But, um, but he's not going to have any problem isolating, and I'm sure that's exactly what he's doing at any of his, the number of houses, apartments, secret locations he's got around the globe to, mm-hmm. to do that sort of thing. Uh, oh, question for you.
1: do you think of Chris's t-shirt oh what do you think of Chris's t-shirt array it's great i <laughs> i'm always contributing to it you know for presents and birthdays and stuff <laughs> probably probably a third
0: uh probably probably a fourth to a third of all the t-shirts i have and i have a f- probably about 60 of them oh he's got a lot yeah are are from her mm-hmm. at this point so yeah and what's this one here? Do you think the one? you what?
1: think the quarantine will finally get Scientology Central Files done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um maybe. I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty ridiculous right now that um that Scientology is still pushing for people to come in and do stuff. And I think you guys know this, but I'll say this just in case anybody's wondering why it would be that Scientology would still be pushing so hard for people to come into their orgs to do services even now when we've got these lockdowns and this and these general situation of this crisis and pathetically and it is so pathetic that it actually that this is the actual reason for it but I'm telling you it actually is it's stats it's just statistics it's a graph on a on a wall it is it is no more significant than me taking this post-it note and drawing a graph on it. This is this is how important that is in the real world. It's a piece of paper with some numbers and lines on it. But this is everything to a Scientology staff member and a Sea Org member because they live and die by these pieces of paper with the lines and the dots on them. And that is why they are not heeding general good advice of the world at large, and pushing so hard to bring children and adults into their orgs to do services. And they really do secretly believe, every single Scientologist really secretly believes that they are immune to it. On an individual basis, that's what they think. I'm not PTS. I'm not going to get sick. You know, And that's that's the kind of, like we talked at the beginning of the episode about faith, that's the that's the faith that Scientologists have. They would never call it faith, by the way, but that is absolutely what it is. Uh, what is this one? Um,
1: How much of the total Scientology money does Davy get to keep for himself per year? Ten mil or more? <laughs>
0: well, here's the thing about David Miscavige and his money is he can have as much as he needs or wants at any moment. David Miscavige has the power to walk into any Scientology organization, anywhere, anytime, and say, write me a check for blah. And they would do it. Wow. Now, he doesn't have to do that, though, because he's, his, his income, you know, his needs are already met with church money. And then if he's got something he needs to do in order to show the IRS that he's not being, that it's not in Norman, then he will get bonuses, commissions, and presents from the Sea Org on his birthday, at Christmas, whatever. He will get money and things sent to him by Scientologists all over the world. So he's he's in a position where he doesn't even have to collect a salary. I think he does, but he doesn't have to. He has anything he wants. He can figure it out. It's, it's, it's the whole system exists this is the this is the thing about scientology and L Ron Hubbard too right is this whole structure was built to facilitate getting money and power to the top of the pyramid to the one guy at the top not the group of people at the top but the one guy first it was Hubbard and now it's Miscavige and so the whole array of scientology is literally built to facilitate that happening so that's that's how Miscavige has anything and everything he could ever want. Uh somebody's asking, is there an org in Kansas City? Yes, there is. In fact, I think they they're opening or just opened um recently uh their ideal org. But yeah, they're there in Kansas City. Um <laughs> post-it note stats due Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's this one here? How will Mark Bunker make sure Scientology doesn't infiltrate his office like they have Other enemy orgs? orgs? Well, Mike Rinder happens to live in Clearwater, and Aaron Smith-Levin is working with Mark Bunker, and Mark Bunker is OG. I mean, that guy has been criticizing Scientology for a long time. I don't think Scientology is going to manage to hoodwink them that easily by infiltrating um, his office or um his life right um yeah i just don't, i think they're i think wise you know uh what is that wise beard man i think is his name <laughs> that anonymous gave him uh anyway he's i, I think he's going to be on top of that they could do it and they will absolutely try to mess with him in ways like that um but clearwater's a fairly small place And the number of, you know, and the Scientologists there, they kind of know who they are, that kind of thing. So I think he'll, I think he'll be okay. Um, let's see what else we got here. Scientologists in the front lines helping the soup kitchens and shelters. Yeah. Somebody's asked, somebody says here, doesn't it warm your heart to see all the Scientologists helping at the soup kitchens and at the, uh, charities and shelters? Yeah. Doesn't it? Where's Tom Cruise right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. I'm the only one who can help at the accident scene. Mr. I'm the only we're the only ones who have the technology for saving the world.
1: Yeah, where are you? He
0: hasn't he hasn't piped up once. I haven't seen anything from him. Not even I you know, I've seen celebrities donating millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Millions of dollars. Rihanna just gave like five million or Damn. something. Uh Ryan Reynolds uh forked over a bunch of and Blake Lively yeah. forked over a bunch of money. I've seen other celebrities giving money for stuff. And where's Tom Cruise, you know? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Exactly. Well, folks, I think we've been at this for about an hour, which is our usual time for doing this. This has been very fun. I wanted to say, I wanted to wrap up with a couple more little bits that I wrote on another Post-it note. (laughs) Um, Just kind of the kind of advice I would give, you know, as Mr. Critical Thinker Guy, the most dangerous thing that we have going on right now is, in my opinion, and I'm not the first to say this, is not COVID-19, but our reaction and fear and panic over COVID-19. That is a more serious threat right now socially and to our society than the disease itself. Um, So it is really important that we keep a level head and we try to keep the rational front part of our brain in operation as much Mm -hmm. as possible. Versus the more animal part of the brain, I guess you could say, right? It's very, very easy to become overwhelmed, to be full of despair right now, to freak out. These are uncertain times. This is when the old curse about, you know, may you live in interesting times is talking about these times that we're in right now. And we're, we have to deal with it. It's the situation that we've got. So the best possible way we have to deal with it is to stay chill stay calm you know k- your body and the state of your body has so much to do with the state of what's going on up here mm-hmm. so it is really important that you keep things chill and if you feel yourself freaking out you know change your breathing that's a guaranteed way to change your thinking is change your breathing um get some space you know, have people have a support system if you can create one or you have one already. Utilize it. Now is the time to utilize your support systems, and um, and try to keep your decisions as as rational based as possible. Right, because um, fight or flight's a real thing, and fight or flight is not about rational, reasoned decision making. It's about getting you know, some immediate response to the threat. Mm-hmm. But this threat is not something you have to be immediately freaking out responding to. It d- demands our calm, cool, collected response to things, right? So um, so the practical advice here is, is use your, you know, use your breathing, use your body to control your mind, to keep yourself chill, keep yourself calm, and we will get through this, you know? um and a vast 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 majority of us are going to get through this thing without any problems at all except for the problems of isolation and the despair and the depression and anxiety that we're going to have to deal with and we're here for each other more so than ever before so let's be there for each other and you know again let's think with we not me Mm -hmm. um you know if you're having a moment you know get some help get some support um music by the way can be inspirational it can be mood changing it can be life altering in certain circumstances so use the arts use the you know music or something like that Mm -hmm. even as a thing right there's lots of things that we can do um i'm totally putting you on the spot right now because i didn't prep for this at all but do you have any advice on this line for people also
1: yeah i mean i agree with the keeping away from the social media, just trying to do things that relax you, you know, watch comedies, just try to have as good a time as you can, try to, you know, like, make the best out of it, you know, make up games to play with each other or play old games that you haven't played in a long time, just find a way to find something fun about it, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now is, by the way, I'm seeing some of the comments here. Now is a great time to catch up on my back, uh, you know, all the videos I've produced (laughs) on my channel over the last many years. Now is a great time to catch up on all of those. There's a ton of content for you here as well as other channels. This is also a great time to catch up on documentaries. Uh, If you hadn't get access to Ken Burns stuff... Mm -hmm. Uh, I think PBS had opened up uh, Baseball as a documentary everybody huh. could watch, but there are many others. Some of them are a little dark, you know, the Civil War ain't fun to watch, but it sure as hell is damn educational. Um, same with, um, well, all of his documentaries. Anyway, so stuff like that, now's a great time to do that. And all these universities uh, have opened up their libraries NASA opened up theirs, their graphics library. I mean, there is a wealth of information on the net right now that's been opened up to help all of us cope with this thing. So there are resources out there for you guys, even when you're stuck at home um, or anything like that. So with that all being said, let's, uh, let's be there for each other. And you will hear more from me. Uh, I hope to actually get another live stream done this week. I want to prep for it and see if I can get it done. I've got a lot of interviews for podcasts happening this week. So it might not happen. But I, re- I really want to try to make that happen. Um, so anyway, lots of content coming, guys. And, uh, and in the meantime, let's just get through this. Thanks a lot for coming around. And I think I'm going to wrap up now. Bye-bye.